So um, we said in the Slichas today that there was really three different uh, three different sorrows which happened to Pais over, over, over the three days of Tess, Tess, and Yotavis. Um The Kvias Yomtainus Yotavis is based on the Novi. Uh, it's actually very common to say that they have to fast. So the law is that Sermatavis is the only Tainus which can actually fall out. Other Tainus which can actually practically fall out in the calendar on Friday. And you, fa- you fast on Friday even though it's Arab Shabbos. Because it says, But it says that there was a tragedy of, there was a Tzorah of Ches and, and Tes. So the, the Tzorah of Ches is that the Torah was written in Lashon Yabanis. The Tzorah of Tes, it says that uh, Ezra Seifer was, was Nifter on, on, on Tess. Um, I want to focus on those two. It's it, just fascinating to me the fact that the Tzor of Ches was that the Torah was written in, in Yvonis, and the Tzor of, of Tess was that Ezra HaSeifer was Nifter. Both of them have to do with the Kayach of, of, the Kayach of Ksiva. That there was, there was, there was, Ezra Sefer was the person who was Roy for Matan Torah, the more it says. He could have given, be given a new, uh, a new Nasinus Torah like Moshe Rabbeinu. We already had the Torah, but he gave over, the, he was able to give over the Ksav that we use for our Sefer Torah. It was given through Ezra Sefer. And uh, that's the Kayach of Ksiva that Ezra Sefer had. And we lost him. And then fast forward a few, a few hundred years later, and we wrote the Torah in the Lashon Yavonis. So there's this this kaiach of, of this loss of kaiach of ksiva which Ezra Sefer brought, and there's this act of ksiva of the of the Torah into Yavonis, which is which is uh, a source of sorrow. Rav Hutner in his, in, in and Hanukkah. It's, it's, it points out we have a very interesting relationship with uh, y- Yavonis. Uh, the, the Mishnah says that, that, that the one Lashon that the Torah can be written in besides Lashon HaKadosh is Yavonis. On the one hand, we, we seem to have a look at the, that it says, Yafta l'kim l'yavis v'yishkem b'al Hashem, Yafta l'yavis v'yishkem b'al Hashem, Chazal Darshan, the most beautiful part of Yavis, which is the, 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 the Lashon of Yavon, can be can be in the in the oil of shame in the oil of shame, so which means that Yavonis is something which seems to be a gavaldig amayla, and here we're betzim making a tainus haloshoshim. We should really we'd be roy to fast all three days, but we're not mechayvus to do three days in a row. Betzim, it's roy to fast on the day that uh, the Torah is written in lashon Yavonis. So we're saying it's a mayla. Over all the Lashonis that you could write in Lashon Yavonis, and we're saying that, oh my gosh, Lashon Yavonis is always terrible. So, which one is it? There's a Gemara in Avodah Zorah, the Pasuk in Avadya says, Uhine Katan Nisatich Bagoyim Bozi Atam Oid. So the Bershom, through the Nabi Avadya, the Nabi Avadya says about Edom that I place to you to be cotton amongst the Goyim. And Bozi you're tremendously Mavuza, you're tremendously low, a lowly, degraded people. Uh, so the Mora says over here, what, what does that mean? The, the, the Nus we have in the Gemara is 
Kotan the Sikh Bagoyim, Shaim Shimi Melech ben Melech. There was no Yerush of the Malchus. Each time they had to appoint the king, they had to make it, they had they had to vote. Bozatamoid, Shaim Laksabal Loshan. That they don't have a Ksabal Loshan. They don't have a Ksabal Loshan. Rashi in Uvadya brings this Chazal the other way around. He nekatana says, they don't have Ksabaloshan. Well, it's a tamaroid. They're not Moshe Melech ben Melech or Maimon Melech ben Melech. It's either way, it's, it's either, you're, either they're cotton or they're bozu, the fact that they don't have a ksabaloshin. Uh, Rashi over here, ksabaloshin shall remain me um acheris bolahem. Then acherim tikulem kosif reyen. The Rashi which we have in the, in the Gemara says that. Uh, they got their, they got the Ksavaloshan from another nation, and their 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 books were written from other nations. Uh, the more says that uh, one time there was a conversation with them that the the uh, Melech Kesar asked Rishon um, Mechananya, "What's this money Ibur of Enochosh?" And he, she gave an answer. Then he asked the Chachmune the Meatuna, uh, and they gave a different answer. And he forced them to debate. So he asked his wise men, so he go. He went to he went to Athens. He went to Greece to get his wise men. Means that he's the caster of, of, of Rome, but knowledge, information, he has to go to Greece. They didn't they, they didn't write any any of their own. They basically absorbed the Greek the Greek knowledge and translated it into Latin, etc. There's a gear from the Rashi on the side that there was which, 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 which was censored out, which is. Uh, Fascinating piece, but it's not for our, our topic right now. Rashi discusses that uh, there was Jews who infiltrated into their into their into the Romans in order to take the religion the, that was developing in Rome and make sure that it was clearly distinct and separate from the, from the Yiddishkeit. That's the famous famous Rashi over here. But it says So that's a it's a bizarre not to have exaboloshin. Shiva Rikifter was um, Rishiva was was a strong advocate that the that the, the boys in the high school should learn they should do, do well in their studies. Uh, I remember one time it was he, it was Rishiva was so upset that he gave a shmuz to the to the to the, to the high school. It was right after Mincha. I was still talking to It was really uncomfortable. Rishiva walks in and starts to talk, getting up to start to talk, and I'm talking to Shmuz right. It was hard not to hear what he said because Shiva, when Gifta spoke, he spoke very uh, powerfully. And he said, The Bokram nowadays, they don't know how to write, they don't know how to speak. They, don't, they can't speak Yiddish, they can't speak English, they can't speak Aramaic, they can't speak Hebrew. They don't know how to speak. Loshan Kurdish. They don't know how to write. Then he says, the person goes for his studies, he has to, he has to, has to strive for an A. He says, you might get a B or a C, but you have to strive for an A. And then the So, So what's the, this concern of Ksav It's a fascinating thing. You look at the modern... Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting word in the in English dictionary. It's called Harvardian. Harvardian is when you talk in these really strange words and nobody knows what you're talking about because you, sound, you want to sound like you're from Harvard. You went to Harvard so you could speak Harvardian. If there is such a word. Um, or Salvation, when he would give shear, he would give shear in Harvardian. You know, 
whether it's his Yiddish, Yiddish Havardian or English Havardian, he'd give Shir, he'd use these words, that, you know, you're very sophisticated words. So what's the model of using sophisticated words to, uh, mm-hmm. say, to say a Shir? Rashiba used to say, she was Yiddish, he had a very rich Yiddish, so they didn't use the same words again and again. Like nowadays, the guy says he speaks Yiddish, he went to Yeshiva, means he knows all of the words that they use in Shear, the basic words they use in Shear, the connectors. The main words are in Aramaic, or in Lashon Gemara. And there's a few connectors that you need to be able to speak, to say Shear in Yiddish. You, know, you have to know too many words, you know, to say Shear in Yiddish. The Shiva spoke Yiddish. He spoke Yiddish as a language. The, what was the mile of Shear in Yiddish? She used to say Shir in Yiddish. I mean, so there was once a, a fellow came to, to hear Shir by the Yeshiva. He didn't speak Yiddish, so I used to translate for him. So it was very difficult, the, the translation. Like we were trying to get down to that final chilek, the Yeshiva was being mechalic between the different, the, the different Lakutas, like translating to English. There, wasn't, there, there were not very clear, easy words in English to translate it. There were maybe sophisticated words. A sophistication in, in language means a sophistication in be able to, 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 to understand something, to be able to explain something. If, I, if my language is limited to a thousand words, I have difficulty saying, you know, it hurts. Uh, what type of hurt? I don't know, it just it hurts. I can't describe pain. Is it a dull pain? Is it, is it an ache? Is it a throb? You know, we have all different words to explain that because you, there's differences, there's nuances. The ability to be nuanced is, is, is it needs a way to express it. If you can't express it, you get frustrated. You, you might, you're aware of a difference, but you can't really find, find a way to express it. So people's vocabulary is limited, have a limitation in their ability to, to, to clarify a point. You try to understand Gomorrah's, and all you said is, we have to make a between the two sugyas, and the chiluk is very doctistic. If you don't have the words to express it, you're frustrated. So the Rashiva had words in Yiddish to express it, but tra- finding words in English which would, would to, to express that was difficult. The more r- rich the person's vocabulary in English, in the intellectual band of English, the more you have words to express those things. The Lushan is the, is, is, is the ability for the, 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 the lay to express something. But the the godless of, of Adam is that he's, he's able to speak so there's a uh, sefer from the, the Lutzke Rav called the Deva Dibur. So the Chara the Ikar in the Kud of 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 Gadlus of Adam is that he has that he has de- he has he's a Bardas he has Deya. So what's in the Kud of Dibur? The Gemara Gittin says that the the animals the birds speak. The Morris says old story where there was a Relish that the Relish was 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 taken captive, and he. He knew the language of the birds, so he was one day he, look, he hears that the that the crows are are calling out Elish Brock Elish Brock. They're telling him that he can, he can run away right now. It's a good it's a good time. He says that ah, you can't trust crows. A little while later, the Yarna came and did said the same thing. Oh, you can trust the Yarna, and he ran away. He was able to get out. So birds speak. So let me tell you nowadays, you know the challenge of the, the godless of them is he has he has the birds. So you, the birds also speak. The Gemara says. Shalomelech knew, knew the language of, 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 the, of, of, the, of the animals. They communicate. So what's the godless Adam? So the godless Adam is that he has the Kayach of Das. So say Das. Right? Not, not Dibur. So what's the connection between Dei and Dibur? 
So Luskarabin, the name of the saber is Deva Deeper. So uh, it was a collection of his shmuzin, his drushas that he said. He says that the ability that not only can I understand something, but I can communicate something of, of depth to you that you that you can don't have to go through the whole process of figuring it out yourself. He says, I don't know how much the the animals communicate, they communicate the basic things. But let's say you got a really smart animal who figured out a new, new, new way to do something. He doesn't have the words to express it to the next animal, so that it dies with him. The next animal has to figure it out again. So certain types of, uh, of, of, of primates use tools to, to open food, etc. Can they communicate it to the next generation? No. They figure it out themselves. Each one has to figure it out again. They don't know way to communicate it. We can communicate the depth of what we understand to somebody else. So the karech of Lashen is the karech to take the depth of understanding and, and share it. The Torah is translated into Ayin Lashen. Ber The Pesach says it. Moshe Rabbeinu explains the Torah Ber So Chazal said Ber is referring to Ayin Lashen. So why is Ber Hetev Ayin Lashen? So the Gronk says that there the, the, the idea of Ayin Lashen is because there, there's Ayin Karechus in the Nefesh. So there's seven different Karechus in the Nefesh. And each one is able to see another way that I am part of the Torah. So each kayak of the nefesh is put there to, to bring out a different way to understand what the Torah is saying. So each person is a music of many different kayakas. So some are more of this and some are more of that. You can start doing the math of the calculation of if you would take iron kayakas and have each one give it a, a, a number from 1 to 10, and think of a different amount, different amount of different kayakas, different people, what their kayakas and nefesh, the music of their kayakas and nefesh is. Combinations, seventy. Each one has has ten possibilities. So I can be a one in all seventy of them. I can be a two in all seven. I can be one in the first one, and uh, and two in the rest of them. I can be two in the first one and one in the rest of them, etc., etc., etc. It's it's. Uh, I, don't, I once worked out the number. I don't know what the number is, but it's it's, it's this extraordinarily gigantic number. Each different nefesh has able to see a different nakuda in the Torah. The Russian wants we should see all, all the facets of the Torah. I'm part of the Torah, all the facets of the diamond. Each one of the Umas Arlam has one of those Kachas and Nefesh as their primary element. So they're able to see some elements of the Torah that nobody else is able to see. Because that, that's primary to them, and therefore they focus more on that. They bring out that and they have a language to express that those ideas. Because that's something which is primary to them. So they've developed language to express it. You want to be mazed with the Torah Berhetev, you have to translate the Torah into Ayin Lashon. You have to give, because each Lashon has developed the language to express those Lakudas the best, in the, in the most sophisticated way, the most nuanced way, the most balanced way, the differences between the different types. Lashon Kurdish has everything in it. The power can't learn the Ayin, he, 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 he can learn Ayin Lashon. But Lashon Hakadosh, he couldn't. He couldn't absorb. He wasn't able to absorb that. It's interesting. So Ha'or and Rashi, Rashi, Parshas Mitzkates says, So that Yosef puts an interpreter between him and the brothers. So Rashi says that he he knew Lashon Ivri. So the the Mishpach of Avram is called Ivri. Avram Ivri. So the language is Ivri. We'll call it Hebrew, right? The, 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 the Matargim knew Ivri. 
And so the brothers would speak in Ivri to the Matargum, and the Matargum would tell Yosef in, in, in Mitzri. So they thought that, that Yosef didn't know their Lashon. Parashat Yigash, Kipiyah Madam Relechem, Belashon HaKadosh Rashi says. So in Parashat Miketz, he's talking a language of Lashon Ivri. In Parashat Yigash, when Yosef spoke to them directly, he spoke to them in Lashon HaKadosh. So this is, this is the first Makor that, that, that Hebrew is not Lashon HaKadosh. Right? There's Hebrew and there's Lashon HaKadosh. Lashon Ivri was the language that the people used. That they, the, the, the people of the, that, that, that it's shy to learn. That, that the uh, Matargam knows. There's somebody who knows it. You can learn it. You don't have to be, it doesn't, you don't have to be Jewish to know that. You can learn Hebrew. There's Arabs who speak Hebrew quite fluently. It's not Lashon HaKadosh. When Yosef is speaking directly to the Baruchos, he's expressing that he was able to use these words which describe a whole different way of seeing the Bria. That, those words are the words of Lashon HaKadosh. You see, I'm speaking to you Lashon HaKadosh. Not Ivri. I'm speaking to you Lashon HaKadosh. Lashon HaKadosh is kind of everything. We don't speak Lashon HaKadosh. We don't know Lashon HaKadosh well. You see the people who know Lashon HaKadosh well. And and you, you, the rye we don't speak it well is try to read the Slichas and the, and the Kinnas. And you have no idea what it's talking about. Because we don't know Lashon HaKadosh. <coughs> but there's words for everything. Yvonis were the people who sought out Chochmah. They made their life's goal. They wanted to know Chochmah. So that's a Lushan which has, it's the Yavuzah Shoyefis. It has some level of, of understanding, more than any other Lushan. So they can, the nuances of, of Chochmah are there, and you can use those words to translate the Torah better than any other Lushan. But at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's it's their chachma that they're using. You're, you're taking Torah and you're putting it down into, into the words of man. Right. Extremely crude muscle. Right. How do you translate kittens? I've had this conversation. I had, Balabas, I had this conversation with the Balabas and Pesa, I think about 10 years in a row. Says, he doesn't understand why some person said there's a problem with mustard seeds or with quinoa because they're not legumes. So I said, kittens are not legumes. He says, well, no, kittens are legumes. So he translated the word kittens into the word legumes. And now I'm stuck with this Chikotaro, why this is not legumes. Who asked you to translate kittens into it's legumes, which is incorrect. And now I'm stuck with your Chikotaro every year. But he couldn't get past it. No, kittens is legumes. Because somebody told him kittens are legumes. That's true. Because you, you don't know how to translate the word kittens into English, so you come up with this word. And now I'm stuck. My sorrow is every year, my comparison of is that I have to hear this guy's shikol Torah, why, 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 why the kittens doesn't make any sense, because why, why should it apply to these things? Because they're not legumes. Malachi is work. Well, it's not work to turn on a light, Rabbi. You know, like, you translate malachi to work, and now we're stuck with it. We translate the words. That's horrible. That's not really what the Torah meant. The Torah didn't mean work. So we, we use a phrase. We don't have a word. Because there's so much more of a depth than the concept of, malach, of, of a malach. Her says that the malach means a malach is, is, is a messenger. A malach is when, I, is when I take 
somebody and I make him, I bend them to my will to express what I want to express. So Malach is when I take the world and I'm able to command the world, take control of the world and use the world to express ideas. Kachis. I'm putting, bending the world to my, to my will. So that's the malacha. I'm subjugating the world to myself. I'm master, I have mastery over the world. I'm using the, the characters of the world for my, what I want. That's what the word malacha means. I, I can't get that in a word. I get it in a paragraph. But, you, but it's translated into the into one word. That's horrible. Because you're limiting Torah. It's not incorrect. It was a translation. It was a translation from, from people of Madrega of Tanoya. It wasn't incorrect. It's limiting. The word legumes is not off for many. For many kidneys, it makes sense. The malacha, the word work, is not so bad. But it's not precise. It's, imp- it's imprecise. Because it doesn't have the, be able to express all of the facets of what the Torah is talking about. It can't do that. Lamaisa. I talked to the high school boys, etc. And uh, we talk our, a nation of, without Ksav Roshan. I see people grap, gra, grasping, grappling, trying to find the words to express themselves. <coughs> and it's an issue. It's an issue that we don't have the, 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 we don't have the clarity of language to, to do that. Now, what's the Eitzah? Should you, should you read Hamlet or not because, because of that? No, I don't think you should read Hamlet because of that. But the more the person, excuse me, I, I hope this is not misunderstood. The advantage of the classics I, I had I had a Rebbe that he read all the classics. He's, he read the, the, the Latin class in the originals. He, 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 he was fluent in Latin, Greek, German, and French. So he read the... So he, he told me that he once met Revolver. Revolver also read all of the classics in the original. So you understand why you can't understand all these sure, you can't understand what he's talking about, because that's why, because he read the classics. With all of the the the, 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 the nitrokite which comes with it, they had tapped into the kachos and efforts of people, and they found words to express it. And that was the, that was the greatness, the godliness of what they were doing. And Jewish literature is just has no shaykes to it. It's not tapping into the depths of the psyche of the man, the good or the bad and the ugly, and finding ways to express it. Which is what they did, and I don't know the is. I don't know the is how to fix the problem. It's like you read the classics. You know, there's, there's, they come with 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 Sheikhus Dama Mavadas and Gilei Rais. You know, Gimel Chamoras, and Sianiskinim also, Lashon Hara. But the 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 depth of the beauty of, of expression of, of of finding the nuance. You you. You read some of them, I mean, some of them you have to plow through. The, the, the language, it's it, it just, there's so much, it's verbose. But it, it's, 
slowly but surely you learn to express yourself. And in Rashiba, when in Shear, you would ask Rashiba a question in Shear, in general, but you know, Shear was, was more bolate. So Baruch would ask a question in Shear. And Shiva would answer the Baruch's question. The Baruch said, I didn't get an answer. What happens the following? Rashiba would listen to what you said. And he would answer what you said. Not, not what you wanted to say, what you thought you said, what you hoped you said, what you wished you said, but what you actually said. So the, the Baruch did not express himself clearly what they wanted to ask. They got an answer to exactly what they said. The Rashiva gave them the, the covet of believing that what they said is what they wanted to say. He would not interpret their way. Oh, you, do you mean to ask X? If you asked Y, I assume you wanted to ask Y. So he answered Y. No, I really meant to ask X, but I don't know how to say the words X, so I said Y instead. So learn how to express yourself. And the first few times it happened to me, it was very frustrating because, like, you know, you sort of, sort of ask the question around, I mean, it sort of means like something like this. There's no sort of I mean something like this. What do you mean? And say it. And you learn to be precise in your language. And then you learn to be precise in your listening. And when, I, I remember one time I gave, gave, gave a shear to some, you know, and I, I specifically worded my words in a certain way to avoid a certain question. And then afterwards, everybody asked me that question. It was like so frustrating. I specifically said this and not that, or you shouldn't ask me the question. Oh, I didn't realize there was a difference. They listen precisely. They talk precisely. It's Bozia Tomoyin, the godless of Lashon is that you're able to, you're able to express with a clarity what you need to say. And we need to develop that. And it's considered a Bizoyin if we don't have that ability. And that's what the Shiva said, that the Shiva Bacham are Einlem Luxavala Lashon. The Pasuk says about that, not, not appellations which we would like to have upon ourselves.